St Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth, chapter 5. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that is not found even among pagans, for a man is living with his father's wife. And you are arrogant. Should you not rather have mourned, so that he who has done this would have been removed from among you? For although absent in body, I am present in spirit. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment in the name of the Lord Jesus on the man who has done such a thing. When you are assembled, and my spirit is present with the power of the Lord Jesus, you are to hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not a good thing. Do you not know that a little yeast levels, leavens the whole batch of dough? Clean out the old yeast, so that you may be a new batch, as you really are unleavened. For our Paschal Lamb Christ has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the festival, not with the old yeast, the yeast of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral persons, not at all meaning the immoral of this world, or the greedy and robbers or idolaters, since you would then need to go out of the world. But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother or sister, who is sexually immoral or greedy, or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard or robber. Do not even eat with such a one. But what have I to do with judging those outside? Is it not those who are inside that you are to judge? God will judge those outside. Drive out the wicked person from among you. Hello, I'm Gordon James, reader and local missional leader at St James with St Thomas Poolstock. St Paul had a lot of trouble with the church in Corinth. The problem wasn't that it was a dead church, it was very lively and gloried in the intensity of the spiritual gifts it had been given. The Corinthians were very sure of their own spiritual superiority over the world outside. Unfortunately, they had misunderstood spirituality. They had taken it to mean special spiritual knowledge and powers which set them apart from the common herd. They were the chosen ones and their concern was only for the things of the Spirit. What concern had they with earthly matters? And it was only a short step from, to take from this, to thinking, since this world isn't important, then what we do in it isn't important either. As we are in Christ, we are beyond the law, and nothing is unlawful for us. We can do as we like. So what was Paul to say? Elsewhere in his letters you can read his insistence that we are saved through grace, not through our own works. It is Jesus' righteousness, not our own, which through faith saves us. But that faith has to be real, and real faith shows itself in transformed lives. In John's Gospel we read that God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, not God so hated the world, or God was so indifferent about the world, but loved. As Christians, we live to show God's love for this world 
not his rejection of it. Yes, this world is not our ultimate home. Yes, this world is not the source of ultimate value. Our treasure and our home are with God. But while we are here, we are to care for the world and its people and treat them with the love and respect as God's good creation. So, how are we to deal with wrongdoing when we encounter it within the church? We all know our own personal shortcomings and we are rightly reluctant to be holier than thou with our brothers and sisters. And of course, not everyone agrees as to what is wrong, especially in the field of sexual morality. But we do know cruelty when we see it. We do recognise dishonesty. It is not really loving to collude in wrongdoing. We don't want dull, lifeless churches. We want the gospel of Jesus Christ to be heard and seen as good news. But that does not mean that liveliness and activity and confidence are always proof that church is on the right track. Above all, we want churches and Christians to be faithful, living lives which reflect the goodness of God as revealed in Jesus. <laughs>